What's going on, guys? My name is Nick Bradshaw, and you guys are back listening to another episode of Sales Funnels Made Easy. So, you're new to sales funnels, and you might be asking yourself the question, how do I go from average Joe to funnel pro? Or, can I really do this? Or, will this work for my business? For over 80,000 entrepreneurs in the digital space, these are the deafening questions being asked every day. And this podcast is here to give you the answers. Hey, what's going on, guys? So up to this point, we've done a lot of talking about, you know, some not sales funnels, right? So you're probably sitting there asking yourself, like, okay, like, when are we going to get into, like, the actual learning, the actual, you know, stuff that makes, uh, you know, that makes the clock tick, right? And so, because I promise I, I, I want to get into that stuff, um, because I understand this, I, I've, I've been coaching and mentoring and doing a lot of things, you know, over the past Oh, I don't know, five years, give or take. And what I've found with a lot of people is that there's a lot of, you know, just mental crap that we have to get over so that we can actually get into the proper mind state of being able to, um, you know, actually learn and, and do the things that we actually want to do. All right. And so um, that's kind of, you know, the reason for these first, you know, four episodes really. And because I, I promise you, like, this is going to be, you know, I guess I hate the Minecraft stuff. I, I, I really do. Like, I actually despise it. Um, I think that it's fluffy. I think that it's, you know, I, I just, I, I don't like doing it. I don't feel good doing it. Um, and so I, I usually try and pass it up, right? And I, I try and, because I don't like to deal with, hey, like, I don't like to deal with my own emotions, but I don't like to deal with other people's emotions either, right? And so, especially when I'm in this, like, live role of, you know, coaching and mentoring and, you know, I have to deal with people's emotions and, and things of that nature. Like, I want nothing more than to just skip it, right? But I, I found that if we skip it, that we don't ever get to, like, the cool learning portion of it because people aren't ready to receive it yet, right? So that's, that's kind of the reason that I've spent these last three episodes doing what we've been doing. Um, and, and guys, I'm going to be honest with you here. This is, you know, another episode that's going to be kind of like that, right? But I, I promise you guys, you're going to want to stay tuned. You guys are going to want to listen to this, Um because there's there's a lot that that's going to go into this episode all right so because i understand i like i just said i hate doing this crap okay and one of you know those reasons why is because guys like i i've got i've got crap that's just like buried inside of me that i don't like to let surface all right but the point of this episode is is to uncover all of that crap all right, so it's going to be, you know, very vulnerable, you know, if you will, uh, episode. And the reason that I'm doing this is because on the, on the last episode, if you guys recall, you guys, I, I told you guys to, you know, find somebody who resonates with you, you know, choose them, listen to them, consume their content, do what they're telling you to do, like choose someone who has been where you want to go, right? Who is where you want to go, been where you have been, uh, you know, learn the life lessons that you need to learn, or maybe that you don't want to learn, so you can learn them vicariously through them. All right. And so that's what I'm going to spend the next, you know, 20, 25 minutes, you know, doing with you guys um, and just letting you guys know. Because, and guys, understand this this isn't going to be one of those, you know, podcasts where, you know, you hear this, you know, just story about rags to riches and this that and the other thing right this this podcast is not that this episode is not that all right but 
when I was talking to my mentor, um, and he, you know, I was talking about this podcast and the first thing he said to me is like, dude, you just, you gotta say it. You gotta tell them you have to, like, you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta show them where you were at so that they know where you went and where you have been. And it shows that you're human, you know, and it, it shows that. And so here it is guys. Right. And so as we talk about, or I talk about a lot, or you're going to hear me talk about a lot is, you know, telling your origin story, right? And, and every, every single thing has an origin story, whether it's a product, whether it's a market, whether it's a person, um, whether it's a sales message, like it all has an origin story, right? And so a couple of years ago, you know, 15 months ago, I was, and I heard, first heard this concept and I learned it from Russell Brunson. You know, I, he was talking about telling this origin story. And so I really started to sit down and I started to write mine. And what I really found is that depending on the way that I wanted to frame it, I, I really had two different origin stories. All right. So I'm going to tell you guys both, but understand this, the two different origin stories that I came up with for myself, both of them are hundred percent true based on omitting certain things about my life. Okay. But the truth really lies somewhere in the middle. And so guys, there's, the first origin story is like the all American kid, right? It's the story of, you know, somebody growing up in middle-class America. You know, I went to private schools my entire life. Um, you know, I, I played football and sports and I was always the popular kid in class. And, um, you know, my parents hung out with all of the other popular kids, parents, and, you know, we got together and we had parties and we had sleepovers and, you know, we had all of this stuff, you know, we, we weren't poor, but we weren't rich. Um, you know, we were very middle class, but we never, you know, really wanted for anything. We never really, um, we didn't have to like, you know, dig deep. Like we weren't, you know, sleeping on air mattresses or the floor, or, you know, um, you know, trying to find where our next, you know, where our next meal was coming or, you know, anything like that. And so, you know, and we did that and, you know, I, I grew up and then I went to, you know, a Catholic high school for two years, um, which was a blue ribbon, like school of excellence. And then I, you know, went from the Catholic high school to then going to a public school that was also another blue ribbon school of excellence, meaning that it tested in the top like 2% of the United States for all schools out there for education. Because um, I was a three sport athlete in high school. Um, I, I then, you know, left high school and went on to college. Uh, I had, you know, football scholarships to go to, you know, to go, you know, play school or play football at school, you know, and get my education paid for. Um, and, and then I went to, you know, doing that to going to a, you know, a sales job where I quickly, you know, went from an entry level salesman position to then going into the finance manager position to a sales manager position and just work my way up the ranks. Right. And so like, this is like, you know, and then I, from there, you know, I went on to build a successful, you know, uh, self-employed, you know, contracting business um, that, you know, easily pays the bills for myself and my wife that I then merged into internet marketing. And now I'm making, you know, mass movements happen in the internet marketing space. And I'm connecting that back to the other business and, and like all is well, right. And, and, you could think of all of these things and that's the story that I could paint. That's the picture that I could paint for you guys. And while that, you know, is all a hundred percent true because there's things that are admitted into that. All right. And so then like the other story that I could tell you guys, and because this isn't even a story, you know, uh, that I, I really knew until I was, you know, 
halfway grown. Um, you know, and it, it changes the way that I looked at things. It changes the way that I perceived things. And, you know, that all-American kid, middle-class family, not poor, not rich, you know, uh, popular kid in school, always had lots of friends, three-sport athlete, you know, college, college scholarship. It kind of, it, it diminishes, right? And so here's that story that, it, you know, here's, here's that second story, right? And, and, and you guys have to know this, I feel like, in order to, A, like, choose, you know, choose your own path on, on like, who you want to listen to um, and then qualify me as, you know, who I am, right? Because it is a huge part of who I am. It's something that I try to hide a lot, you know, because I'm not proud of it. Um, it scares me shitless to actually, you know, sit in front of this microphone and actually put this out into the world because this is the first time, like, unless you knew me um, and like really knew me going back you know, 10 years ago, this is, you know, something that very few people know to this day. So it does, it scares the shit out of me to actually sit in front of this podcast and put this out into the world. All right. But you know, that, that all American kid story, it, like it went South somewhere and, um, so, you know, I'll, I'll pick this back up, you know, and, and saying that, that first Catholic high school that I went to, that, for, that, you know, Blue Star or Blue Ribbon School of Excellence, I got kicked out of um, for fighting, right? And, and so there's more to that story as well. But, you know, the reason that, you know, I ended up getting into that fight was standing up for, you know, somebody who was being bullied and, and couldn't actually defend themselves um against somebody who was like two times their size and then i all of a sudden get accused of bullying because you know I, I i ended up hurting the kid um that i got into the fight with and so then i got kicked out of that school and so then i went to the public school in my area which again just happened to be that you know other two-star or uh, blue ribbon school of excellence and um so yeah i i, I went to that school and again i was a three-sport athlete um, captain of the football team still. Um, and <laughs> my senior year, um, with like two and a half months left of school, I got kicked out of that school as well. Um, for drug abuse. Right. And so somewhere in that high school, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, three sport, three sport athlete, all the friends, you know, I got into partying and I got into drinking a lot and, you know, I got into, you know, some drug abuse and, um, you know, doing things of that nature. And I ended up getting kicked out of that school and, um, I ended up getting arrested and I spent a few days in jail. And, um, then I, I ended up at an alternative school and I, you know, started working and I started doing all of these things. And I, I had, you know, football scholarships, right. That, uh, you know, people had offered me to go to school and play for them. And, um, get my education paid for. And most of those melted away. And I still had, you know, one, I saw one school that was willing to give it, you know, give me a shot. And uh, yeah, long story short, I ended up pissing that away. Um, I, I stayed, <laughs> I stayed, uh, I, I didn't go to that school because my girlfriend at the time was going to a different school and they were, you know, uh, hours apart. And again, like my future was so short-sighted at that, at that time that, 
you know, I, 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 I told him no. I was like, nah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. And uh, so then I stayed and I, I went to the junior college. Um, now, guys, understand this, right? Like, I was always a very smart kid in school. Um, I, I had to put very little effort into my actual, like, education. Um, because everything just became, like, very – everything came very naturally to me. And, like, I don't think that in my entire, like, high school career I ever did any homework at home. Um, I either, A, didn't do it, or B, I – would wait until like the very last second. And like, I would be like, you know, finishing the, the homework, you know, in the minutes that we had to turn it in before class, right? Like I would, I would hurry up to go to class so that I'd have like 10 minutes between the bells and I would just like write, <laughs> I would write all my answers down and then I'd turn it in, right? And so like, I was very like mediocre in school, but it wasn't due to like a lack of knowledge. It was due to uh, not doing the work, like not putting the effort in. Um, doing those things. I was very, very naturally smart. Now, when it came to sports and things like that, like, I understand this. Like, I graduated high school um, at five foot, ten and a half, and like 175 pounds. I was not the biggest kid. I was not the smartest kid. I wasn't, or I wasn't the biggest kid. I wasn't the fastest kid. I wasn't the strongest kid. But what I had on the field and in sports and things like that is I had this, this just overwhelming desire not to lose right like I would not let myself lose I put in the mat time I put in the gym time I put on the court time um, I put on the field time I was always practicing I was always honing my craft I was always doing something because that was my escape from everything right like like that's what I love to do like that's what held my passion um and then I think is what happened is like when my when I got in all that trouble and you know the scholarships melted away and and all of those things the offerings like went away I wasn't able to get into the school that I really wanted to get into. Um, it kind of crushed my dreams, right? And so, like, the secondary, like, subsidiary school that was still offering me, you know, the scholarship, it was just, like, it didn't meet the criteria of what I wanted in my life. And so, I pissed it away at that point, right? Which is, a, like, like, don't tell my dad I ever said this. Well, <laughs> one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made in my life, <laughs> right? And so, um, but it was what that did is it sent me down, like, a bad path, right? So I, I started going to the junior college, um, you know, directly out of high school, and I was working at the time. And so I was, I told you, I went on probation because of the, you know, the drug abuse um, that I'd gotten kicked out of school for. And I, I just, like, I didn't care about it, right? It was like everything in my life that mattered didn't matter anymore. Like, like so on my birthday, actually, um, of my senior year, which was like four days after we graduated, and guys, this is after I, I turned down the football scholarship and, and, and all of that. My girlfriend at the time that I've been with for like two and a half, maybe three years, broke up with me. And it was my fault. I was cheating on her. It was, I was a bad person at that time, all right? Um, again, this is the stuff that I'm not proud of that I don't uh, – I'm laughing because that's my emotional defense mechanism, okay? And so I was cheating on her at the time. She broke up with me, and it was – like it was rough. Right. And so like, it just sent me like down spiraling more and more and more. And so like, I, I wasn't complying with the terms of my probation, which then just kept getting me in more and more trouble. And, um, to, to try and like sum this up guys, like, I, like, I don't want to get like, like too deep into this stuff, but like, I just didn't care. Right. And, and like the drug abuse got more, the alcohol abuse got more like I was like uh, the, the group of friends that I surrounded myself with um, just wasn't great at the time because I understand this like like all of those people now today like I was like I was deeper into it than them like I was the worst of, of, of basically all of them right and they 
they all you know, have gone on to do great and wonderful and, and, and astronomical things like like those like if you would look back at like that time and and the people that I hung out with and things that we were doing you would have looked at all of us and said like deadbeats right never going to happen never going to amount to anything like we had all of these people multiple times just telling us this like and every single one of those people have just gone on to be like uber successful. And it's absolutely amazing. And I, I don't know like what it was about it that, you know, how we all like came together to, to, to like band together to be this group of like misfits with all of this potential in the world, but we did it right. Um, it still confuses me to this day, but um, like for instance, like my best friend in high school um, who I ended up getting into like a lot of this trouble with and, and going through these things um, he actually graduated high school as the uh, salutatorian of his class, which is you know, second best, right? Valedictorian is like the smart, highest GPA. Salutatorian is like second highest GPA, right? But like between me and him, like we did probably more drugs and drank more you know, alcohol than um, I would say like a quarter of our class combined. And so like it, it, it's crazy like how this all unfolded and how this happened. Um, but needless to say, it's like I kept down this path and eventually this path led me to um, spending, you know, a good portion of, you know, 19, 20 and 21 in places that I don't want to be. All right. And, you know, sleeping on uncomfortable places uh, <laughs> with uncomfortable or no pillows, uh, blankets and no blankets. and like it was rough, right? And so there, there was a saving grace in all of this. And so to backtrack a little bit, you know, going into, you know, when I was in college and, uh, you know, in the party days and doing all of that, like I met this amazing woman who just happens to now be my wife. And um, throughout all of, you know, these trials and tribulations that I fell into, um, this woman, you know, her name's Ashley, my wife, she stayed with me through all of it. Right. And I, I don't know why, I don't know how, um, <laughs> the strength that she exuded for me at that time had to be unbearable. Um, because one of the things that, like, I was so like self-centered at the time that I didn't realize what I was doing, like not only to myself, but what I, the, the part that I really didn't realize is that the effect that it had on everybody else around me. Right. And, and at the time, you know, Ashley, she wasn't my wife. She was just my girlfriend. Um, you know, what my parents and my sister and, and, and like all of this stuff. And I just didn't see it. I was blinded to it. Right. Like I knew that what I was doing was hurting me. And for whatever, you know, screwed up reason, like that was okay at that time. Right. And so, but what I didn't realize is the effects that I had, like, you know, the, the exponential effects that I had on everybody around me. And so to, to kind of move forward through this, right? Spent, you know, a good portion of 19, 20, 21 being in places that I didn't want to be. Um, 
and like it, it finally took. I couldn't tell you, you know, to be honest, what the exact like defining moment was, um, because I, I I don't know to be honest. There there's probably a bunch of them. It was probably accumulation of it, but I had a lot of time to think during those time periods, right? I had because there there was a lot of time where I had restricted movement. <laughs> Um, they're, they're just, they're, there wasn't a whole lot I could do except for be inside of my head. And so, and, and guys understand this, it's, it's scary. Um, when you have somebody like myself who has, who I ha, honestly had spent the majority of, uh, you know, my adolescent years to that point, my teen years to that point, trying to get out of my head trying to stay out of my head with the drugs and the alcohol and everything else to finally spend that amount of much or that much time inside of my head was scary. It was a scary place. It was a scary time um, for myself personally. Right. Like I, I and, and the reason I say that is it's because there was like, there was just so much in me that was coming to surface, right. Things that I didn't want to, recognize things that I didn't want to face things that I didn't want to um, acknowledge right but but I had to at that point they were there there was no more I, I couldn't mask it or hide it anymore right like there was there was there and I had to deal with it and so yeah I went through a lot of personal growth during that time um, I can honestly say that I did and so I, I you know I, I got out of it right like those three years you know was, were a very dark place and so you know, 22 rolls around. Um, and it's kind of like a fresh start. But it, it wasn't a fresh start without um, its its own new set of you know obstacles and trials and tribulations. And because at that point, you know, when, when you had um, experienced the things that I did, when you'd done the things that I did, and you had, you know, this reputation that followed you around on paper, and, it, and you just couldn't get away from it. Um, it just doesn't matter to a lot of people, especially when it comes to things like employment and so on and so forth. But you know, I had, I had this, uh, I had a buddy who worked at a, a car dealership that really knew who was in management and he, um, convinced somebody else to take, uh, to take a chance on me he said, Hey, like, you know, I understand like on paper, you know, it, it doesn't look like much, but I know this guy and I know what he's capable of and I know what he can do. And so I did. Right. And so, um, like at that time, like that moment is, is probably the time that like the tide started shifting right in my favor, right? Like I'd put out into the world, I'd done this personal development, I'd done this personal growth and I'd got out of my own head, um, to the point to where like I was able to deal with things, you know, like a person actually should be able to deal with them. Right. Because up to that point, I was not able, I, I told, I talked about, um, in episode two, the obstacle being the way. And I said, if you guys make a goal and, and, and that goal is worthy, that the, the person that you are today, um, you won't be able to reach that goal. Okay. Like you won't be qualified to reach that goal. Right. And I don't say those things because I read it in a book. Right. Like, like that's the point of this episode, really. Like when it comes down to brass tacks and we actually want to get down to it, that's the point of this episode. Right. Is that, when I, when I talk about these things, especially when it comes to a mentality and emotional and, and all of these things, and even when it comes to knowledge, I'm going to explain this a little bit, you know, going on. When I, when I say these things, it's, 
yes, I read it in a book, you know, that the obstacle is the way, right? I, I read from Marcus Aurelius that the words that he wrote 2000 years ago that says the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way, but I lived it, right? Like I, I lived it. And, and guys, there's not a whole lot of people on this planet that can actually say that they lived it to the depths that I have, all right? And again, like I don't wear this as a, like a badge of honor. Like I'm not saying this because I'm proud of it. I'm saying like, somebody asked me um, a while back, it might've been my mom or dad. And they said, so like son, like being where you are now and knowing where you were, like, do you regret it? And I really struggled with that answer. And, and, and what I told him really shocked him. And I said, no. Like, I don't regret it because if I weren't in those places, if I hadn't done the things that I had done, if I hadn't experienced the things that I did in the negative fashion that they came about, I would not be in the place that I am today, right? All of those obstacles that I, that I was forced as a person to overcome qualified me along my path to be the person that I am now, right? And so, and I'm able to give that back to, to the people that, um, I feel privileged enough that will listen to me, right? That will join me in, in walking my new path, right? And so there was, there was just all of these things. Um, and so like, that's the other origin story, guys. Like, like that's the other, the other side of me. That's the other, that's the, that's the part of me that I don't like to, to let surface, right? And, and let people know about like I, because in my own head, like while I while I know that that's all of the things that qualify me, it's scary putting that out into the world, all right? Knowing what you guys, you know, because I, I like to have this persona that I don't care what other people think about me, right? Because I've had to have that persona from knowing, you know, because I do have lots of people that used to know me that have these judgments of me, that still to this day, ten years later, that still will judge me for the person who I was, right? Because they don't know, they, they haven't been around me. They don't know the person who I am today. They, don't, they haven't seen that transformation. They haven't seen the level of achievement that I've been able to, to have. They haven't, they haven't saw the work that I've had to put in to overcome the obstacles, right? And so, funny story, um, actually. So, my uh, high school class reunion, the uh, couple years back, and I was living in Texas at the time, and I graduated high school in Indiana, so I wasn't able to make it back. But I was connecting with some of the. They made a Facebook page about it, and there was a group, and I, I joined the group, and I was connecting with a couple of people, and with talking with some of the people, they they were astounded <laughs> with where I became in life, what I had become in life, you know, knowing the path that I was on. Um, you know, I, I, I connected with like a couple of my old football coaches, um, a couple of my old teachers. And it's crazy now that I'm in my thirties that I can look back at this and I, I can see the teachers and the, the dismay that they had. I don't understand it. Like the, like the disappointment on like my parents' faces that I, that I saw on a daily basis, on a continual basis. 
and just like watch these people's like attitudes change as they meet the person that I am today. And like, that makes me feel good inside, but it also really makes me feel like shit about the person that I was. Right. And so like, it, it just brings back all of the emotions and that's why I really try and bury this stuff. And I don't like, it, it's hard for me to let you guys know um, what this is, you know, and, and who I was. So, um, but anyways, right. So like how, like, how, like, how did this happen? Right. Like how, like, how did I go from the person that I was, the person that I am? And like, why am I telling you guys all this? Like, what's the point behind all of this? Right. Like, what was, you know, what was the point of me talking about, you know, the obstacle is the way, you know, what was the point of me going on, you know, my rant in the last episode about resources and, you know, not wanting to hear like, you know, the excuses and the complaints of, you know, not having time or not having money or not having you know, all of these things, right? Like, and, and guys, and, and, and this is the reason, right? The reason is because I lived all of this stuff and I've been to places that a lot of people could not imagine. I went from being unhirable unemployable, um, like bottom of the bottom person, right? And so I know what it takes to get there. And I know what it, like, I know what it takes to win. And, and so I, when I hear these things, you know, and the reason I don't like to get into the mindset stuff, the reason I don't like to get into the emotional aspects of coaching people and mentoring people and, and doing all of these things is because like this, this, uh, this feeling inside of me, right? It really starts to surface and I get mad, right? Like, and I yell, right? Like, like when you hear this, like this, this undertone, of almost like annoyance it's because it's there okay i don't like to hear people talk about well i don't have the resources or i don't have the time or i don't have the money or well i just don't know if i have the skills right because it's bullcrap right like it's in everybody right and so like i've become a very stoic person um, if you guys don't know, you know, what, like what stoicism is, um, it's basically like an ancient philosophy that has to do with basically three things, right? Perception, action, and will. And that's it, right? Stoicism is based around three basic principles that are perception, action, and will, right? Everything that happens in your life, whether it's good or bad, it's all about the perception. How do you take the negative things in life and you turn them into positive things. How do you take your constraints and actually say that it's not constraints that pulled you back, it's constraints that push you forward? How do you do that? How do you change that mindset? And, and so I found it in Stoicism. You know, going back and reading, you know, things like Plato and, um, you know, Marcus Aurelius and, and, and all of these other ancient philosophers, right? That, that really helped me change my mind. Right. But then I knew that 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 was only the very first step, changing my mind and, and, and understanding that these chains that bound me being unemployable, you know, being a criminal, being a, you know, having been in jail. Um, these are all things that, that they don't define who I am, but they will define who I will be. You guys understand that? Right. So but I knew that 
That's the first step. The next step is like, I had to take action. I, I had to put one step in front of the other. Otherwise, I will never go anywhere. And if I'm not going anywhere and the world is moving forward, I'm actually moving backwards. And I cannot be that person. I had a family. I had a wife. I had people who depended on me. I had people who, who wanted things from me, right? So I knew that there had to be an action, right? But, but that action was hard. I understand that. The action is hard. Taking that first step, putting it forward, taking that next step, following it up, and then, and then turning this into like this dance or this march that happens, that is life, that is, that, that's the road to success. Putting that action into place is the next step, and it's hard, right? But it's what, and what I found is that what it takes is it takes like an astronomical amount of willpower to be able to will your way into the success that you want. And so... Like, that's what I'm here to say, right? It's like, I've figured these things out. I've done it. I've walked this path. I've done it in my own life. And I don't want to hear the excuses from everybody else that says that I can't do this because. Because I went from an unemployable convict to building a business that does $150,000 in sales per month with no formal education. I dropped out of college. But I had, I had a perception that said that my actions back then did not define me, but they will define who I will be. I took the actions that were necessary and I had an uncanny amount of willpower that said that I will not fail in life, I will succeed. All right, and so, because I, I, I want you guys to learn this from me. I, I, if, if you guys have not been there yourself, if you, if, if you haven't you know, ran through all of these obstacles, maybe this, you know, maybe you're just now running into obstacles. You know, there's, there's people who are, you know, 40, 50, 60 years old who haven't done the things that I've done, who haven't been where I've been, who are just now finding obstacles that lie into their path. And maybe this is the first time that life isn't easy. You know, boo freaking who, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, it's, we have to find the ways to get around them, right? So, um, guys, to lift this back up, right? As this, this is the last time that I'm ever really going to mention this. I, I don't mention it, but I know that it has to be out there. So that, A, like not only can you guys make an educated decision on who you want to follow and who you want to, and, and who you want to you know, lead you down this path, right? Maybe that's not me, right? And, and I, I need you guys to understand, and I needed this to be out there so that you guys can make that decision for you, right? You can know who I am, where I'm going, where I'm going to be, and if you guys want to be there too, right? You can learn vicariously through me. You can, you, you can understand that I've, I've done all these things. I've, I've, I've been here, but I also know how to get other places, right? I know how to, I know how to get from the very bottom and your back's up against the wall and, and really rise up at, like a phoenix out of the ashes, right? And so, um, guys, that, that's what this whole episode was for. Um, from here on out, we're actually going to be getting into like educational and actionable stuff on like how to build funnels and how to, you know, <laughs> how to run a business and how to actually incorporate internet marketing, all of these skills that we actually need, all right? So, um, guys, I hope you want, I hope you guys liked this episode. Um, guys, and, and what, even if you did, you didn't, right? You agree with me, you, you wanna just sit there and like send me hate mail, like do it, right? Like, um, all, the only thing that I ask is like, guys, go on iTunes, leave a review, right? If, tell me what the things that you wanna hear, tell me the things that you don't wanna hear. If you wanna tell me I'm a horrible person because of the things that I did 10 years ago, um, <laughs> you know, when, <laughs> when I was a teenager, then uh, guys, do it, all right? So. Um, thank you guys for listening. 
And I will see you guys on the next episode where we actually get into actionable teaching on how we can actually incorporate sales funnels into our business. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. To be part of the One Funnel Away Challenge, where million-dollar-plus earners take you by the hand and help you build out your first or next funnel from A to Z for the cheapest price on the planet and get some sweet bonuses, go to OFABonusOffer.com.